What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the All About the Data podcast. We back with another one. We got two people missing with us, but the show must go on, so we're going to keep it going. You already mm-hmm. know we got Shanice in the building with me. Shanice is a soldier <laughs> in the building with me. She ain't leaving down my lonely. <laughs> but we yeah, also got another know. special guest for today's show. We got Patricia in the building. I'm going to go ahead and just introduce her right quick. Then I'll have her talk for herself. So, Patricia also known as the Airbnb queen. <laughs> Currently a technical source of recruiter for Amazon. She's been on the recruiting scene for a little over a year, and she's also a DEI advocate. Uh, so we're definitely glad to have you in the building. We actually had uh, a business intelligence engineer from Amazon. So Amazon yeah. is all up in the All About the Data podcast right now. So shout out to Amazon. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. What's going <laughs> on? Just to talk to the people. Well, he is upping my salary right now so oh, i love it okay <laughs> oh man <laughs> um, my name is patricia um as you said i've been in tech for a little over a year um i went to usf in florida go bulls um and i have a few airbnbs on the side i have a few in florida and one that i just opened in philly a few months ago Awesome. I didn't know you went to school in Florida, Team Florida in the building. Yeah, so I'm originally from New York, moved to Florida in high school, then went to college at USF to be a little bit going in and out of school. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know how that goes. Yeah. What what part of Florida were you from? Um, So we moved to like a small town in, uh, it's like close to like Sarasota. It's called Port Charlotte. Oh, yeah, yeah. After, oh, so you know where it is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, because it's little. No one knows. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, then I moved to Tampa like 11 years ago. And I've done everything from bartending to modeling to industry things, all that. And then I kind of was, you know, trying to take my career path more seriously like five years ago. So I've been like, getting into corporate, trying to navigate, finding my niche. And then I kind of finally found it a few years ago. So, And that's dope. We kind of got the mm-hmm. same story a little bit because I was in entertainment too. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I was I was a musician myself, you know, and I also um ran like a little independent record label and through oh, events wow. and different things like that. So, yeah, I used to do bookings. So like industry bookings, like for artists. Mm-hmm. So um, I... Actually, when I moved to Tampa, I linked back up with like one of my homeboys who was like a major DJ and in the industry. And then I was like his assistant. So I learned about like contracts and this and that. So he taught Mm. me like a lot. And then I kind of branched off and started using my resources, my contacts of all the people that I met through him and actually, you know, you know, source them roles. So I was already doing it. Yeah. no, I was getting God was preparing me for the way that I'm already in now. So, but yeah, yeah so I was uh, um, getting them bookings throughout Florida. Um, so that was kind of like my area, like Central Florida. So yeah. I met a lot of DJs. I worked with like a couple artists. Like, so it was good. It was a good experience. But um, I moved on from that. Yeah, that, that's what's up. You know, kind of same. Yeah, like the you really learn a lot in that industry that you can bring over 
into yeah. different uh different realms mm-hmm. so um yeah i can definitely relate to that so um you know with all that being said what made you pivot into recruiting so it's so funny because i did not want to be a recruiter i when i went back to school i started like doing insurance and then I was like, okay, that's not for me. Then I started doing like customer service roles in insurance, like health insurance, because I did property and auto. And then I worked at T-Mobile and T-Mobile was like the most money that I've ever made without a degree. And then after that, I was like, okay, let me go back to school. And I'm like, okay, let's go to HR. So I'm like, okay, human resources, we could, I'm looking at salaries. So I'm like, okay, we can do something with this. Yeah. So that was like my thing. And then I ended up finishing community college, going to USF and figuring out that I couldn't go straight into the business school. I had to take prereqs. And at the time I was like, I'm too old for this. Like, I don't have time to take another year out of school. I mean, mm-hmm. outside of working or whatever, because I've already taken two years off at this point. Hey, so, man, we, we don't get older. We only get younger. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, at the time I was like, oh no, I can't. So I was literally emotional about it. And then I kind of pivoted into organizational communication, which is how organizations and corporations and governments um, like communicate with each other. So I kind of fell into that, but it was really what I needed at the time. And I just didn't even know it. And then after that, just talking to more people around me, um, I left school. I I even had a few HR internships and those didn't really like Mm. paint out the way that I thought they were. And then I kind of spoke to one of my friends, like she was a recruiter for Microsoft. Now she works for Meta. So I'm just like, okay, can I do this? Like, do I have enough experience? Like, I know I've been in a workforce, but I was so insecure about my, uh, just like my transferable skills that I didn't know existed. So, So then I was like, all right, so let me try. So I'm sitting here like revamping my resume optimizing my LinkedIn. I'm doing all these things. I'm trying to talk to recruiters and I'm only getting like contracts, contracts or agencies because of my experience. So I was getting a little discouraged. So I was just like, you know what, whatever, I'm, I'm just going to keep on doing it. And I'm thinking like, man, I need like a referral or something. And, um, I ended up writing like a random recruiter on Facebook and she ended up giving me a referral. She didn't even respond back to my message, but I got a referral in my email and I'm like, Oh, she must've seen it. I was like, okay. Mm. So then I go to the interview and now mind you, listen, I smash interviews. Okay. So I go to the, it was a Facebook interview. So I go, I do the interview and I'm thinking like, all right, bet they're going to pick me didn't end up getting it. And I was like, damn. And it was like for a recruiter coordinator. So it was like, you know, like not even a recruiter. So, cause I was just getting in. So I got mm-hmm. like a little scourge from that, but I was like, whatever. So then in December I ended up, um, Oh, so then I got a, a agency recruiter role. So I was doing that for like 10 months. And during the 10 months, that's when I started like looking for jobs. So I was in agency recruiting and I didn't really like it. My only goal was to learn and take that and move forward just to get like some, you know, knowledge under my belt, some experience under my belt. So I'm looking for jobs and then I stumble on a few like jobs at Amazon. So I do that. They end up calling me back. I'm, and at that point I was like in Philly getting an Airbnb together for like three straight weekends. So I was so tired leaving every weekend to go to Philly and literally not getting any sleep. So I come back the last weekend um, from Philly. And that Monday I had an interview at Amazon. I'm like, how am I going to do this? So, you know, you have to learn the, 
the um, the star method, the four, the six, mm-hmm. they have 16 leadership principles that you have to apply to the star method. So you have to have a story for each one. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have time to have a story for everyone. But um, I kind of like was like, all right, let me work smarter. So I go online and I'm researching, YouTubing, TikToking, like looking at people's different advice. Like, so um, um, I do that. I'm literally studying these star method questions for like eight hours for two days. So 16 hours I put in, I go do the interview, the interviews four hours. And then the next week they, one of the recruiters like sends me a text message. Now, mind you, I've never even got a text message for an offer before. So I'm like, is this fake? Is this real? I didn't understand. So she texts me and she's like, I just wanted to reach out to you. She was like, your interview was so amazing. She's like, um, we're going to offer you um, a position at Amazon. And I'm a technical recruiter, not a re- like the recruiting report um, coordinator roles that I was originally like trying to go for. So um the like the program that I'm in is like I guess the recruiter actually like applied my application to this recruiter technical sourcer like program that Amazon mm. offers. So even though I have some experience, they actually like she placed me in a program because she thought it would be like a better fit. So I'm like, okay, cool. So now I get the whole kind of like training and going in depth in like, so I'm going to be doing um, AWS and I'm going to be hiring like cloud developers on the back end. Um, so with all of that, like I think over the course of maybe like three months, I was like, in, like not interviewing, but um, applying for jobs. And then it kind of finally like hit and now I'm on at Amazon. So I'm excited. <laughs> That's dope. That's so dope. Four hours is a long time for an interview. Four hours for an interview. Yes, girl. Listen. Four hours. But I had, I was so prepared that like every question, I had three, no, four separate interviewers. And then I looked up all of my recruiters looked at the path that they took, how many years did they pass mm. on? So I had a question to ask every person and not, it was very unique questions. I feel like I stumbled yeah. a little bit. It was like questions that, not surrounding like the benefits or culture or this or that, or the day in the life. Like those are generic. Like I mm-hmm. asked like, okay, wow. I see that. Like if I had, say they went to USF, I'm like, oh, wow. I went to USF too. Like go bulls. And you know, they're laughing, eating it up. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> And I was like, so you went to USF. So did I, um, we actually graduated in the same major. Um, and then I see that you've only been at Amazon for a year. Like, and then the other one, um, the other positions that you've had previously, like, how did you transition? Like what, what are some tips and tricks did you, you know, you would give somebody that are, is transitioning from where you came from, like something like that. Right. And then, you know, it's something that they have to like, kind of think about. Cause I feel like people mm-hmm. ask them the same questions. So I was yeah. trying to stand out by asking them different questions about the role, like, if, if somebody was saying that they liked something about the job, I would be like, okay, well, that's awesome. I'm so excited to start. Um, I, you know, I've heard about everything that everyone likes, but what is something that you don't like? What is something that you want to change? Like, you know, stuff, stuff like that. They, and then I, I feel like I was stumping them because he was like, mm-hmm. hold on. Right. I want to say something, but yeah. I need to correct before I answer. Right. That's a nice way to do uh, market research on the environment you're about to step into. True. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, it's something, so, you said, something you said. You said that you um that you did that you didn't like agency. When you say agency, like you mean like a recruiting agency? 
Yes. So this is like agency recruiting. So it's very high volume. Like I was hiring business analysts, project managers, developers, validation specialists, like, like it was, and they're all, and they could be life sciences. It could be tech. It could be both. They were very niche to the point where, um, so the client that I had, it was like a, a pharmaceutical, like, engineer it was just it was so much that it had a lot of components and you don't hire the same type of person all the time the the job descriptions they change so it's not like they want you to be like this it expert it's like you um they want you to know like the basics, but then it's like, you're spending time researching it. The jobs, literally the jobs change every single time you get a job. I could, so mm-hmm. give you like two jobs at a time and they could be, to- I could have two business analysts, but they're totally two different types of analysts. Like it's, it's, it was like crazy. I used it just to learn. I, you know, just for a stepping stone and right. like, you know, not to say too much, but you know, they, I, I just wanted my job to be just, you know, very more inclusive than this, um, particular company. Mm-hmm. Was. Um, mm-hmm. so it just wasn't like my style. So my mindset about it was I didn't, I like blocked out all the noise. I was just trying to do what I needed to do. Try yeah. to like research on the jobs that I did have, because maybe I could use it later on or, you know, just try to get placements just so I can have experience in the full like um, recruiting life cycle. Um, just different things like that. I wanted to accomplish before leaving. Um, just so that I can have like a little bit of experience on how to have, you know, like candidates, but you like now in corporate recruiting, um, you don't really like have to kind of have candidates like in your bucket where in your pipeline, where you are, you know, like constantly checking on them and going Mm -hmm. back. Usually when you, you know, you recruit them, you kind of hand them off and then the HR kind of like resources positions like that are in the admins, they kind of take that portion off of you. You just do the life cycle and follow them through their journey on the onboarding, getting hired, and then you hand them off to somebody. So it's a lot different. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to kind of learn more about how Amazon does it, the, you know, their onboarding process. Um, so they, they offered, um, they did give me resources on like before I started, but I did actually take it upon myself to do like this AWS cloud practitioner, like, sir, I don't know if I'm going to go through the whole, like, and get the actual certification, but I am like, you know, trying to go through the courses and, um, get intros and try to see like what different, like the different verbiage, like, cause I want to definitely be prepared because I want to take my position into like a leadership role and they allow you to be, you know, innovative and they want you to be this like entrepreneurial style, like mm-hmm. uh, employee. So, and I love that. So that's where I'm like trying to take it. And I want to put that out there on the forefront, like a leader, you know? So, yeah. So what made you get into like technical recruitment? Why not stay in insurance or why not go to medical? So when I got into agency recruiting, it just kind of fell in my lap that way. I didn't even Mm -hmm. have a chance to pick because we, they did. So the type of agency that I worked for, it was like tech, life sciences, human resources, construction, like, um, higher level construction, um, uh, like execs, um, what else? It was like every industry and yeah. I just got kind of put into the tech one. They, they picked them yeah. randomly. So I didn't really have a choice, but obviously it was by design. So yeah. I'm not complaining. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but I, you know, I truly believe everything happens for a reason and 
my journey through every single thing that I feel like that I've been through has is probably is literally helping me in the place that I am today. Like I didn't know it then, but literally looking back, every little thing, good or bad that I've been through is literally leading me to this position to this day to like, so now I'm, I'm actually in Florida right now. Um, and Amazon is actually relocating me to Dallas. Now I still will be remote, but I'll be leaving us. Yeah. So I'm going to Dallas and, um, they, you know, they, this is the first time that I've ever like had a company pay for me to move somewhere, like pay for everything. They are literally paying for my life right now. So, which is, you know, such a great thing. Like, I feel like I'm getting a taste of like what's to come. Like in, yeah. you know, if I stay with Amazon for five years or if I, you know, if I catapult into other positions or other companies, I'm literally getting a taste of what it's going to uh, look like, feel like. So that way I know what to anticipate or, yeah. um, know my worth for next, you know, next positions, which is, you know, I feel like it's a, it's a great opportunity right now. Yeah. I feel like we're getting like the behind the scenes of a technical recruiter. I got to go get my resume, right? (laughs) I did not know recruiters made this much, but baby boy, listen to me. Yeah, no, let, don't let me switch now. You know they call me Data J. Okay, I don't want to change it to Recruiter J now. You say that every episode. Don't tell me that. I'm a, I'm, my new name going to be Recruit, Recruiter J in a minute. Lord <laughs> Jesus, Patricia. don't get him started. <laughs> uh, but nah, that's that's dope though. Um, you know that yeah, you can work is. for Amazon. You can get people into Amazon. That's a and that's that's a big company to have on your resume too. So if you ever. Mm-hmm want to go to google or anything like that like i'm pretty sure you have those doors wide open um, i know i'm very like i'm very very fortunate like i i can only i feel like god is the only one who did it okay because i don't think i did this on my own like for real like i'm not even kidding i literally from when i graduated college i was in agency recruitment for about eight months before I got the offer letter from Amazon. So I literally changed the trajectory of my salary yeah. in literally eight months. So if I can do it, I, I'm a definite, definitely advocating for everyone to be doing this, like especially mm-hmm. my black and brown sisters and brothers, okay? Because yeah. we get this. And it's just really information. Like I literally will talk to people and they're like, what? Like, what do you mean? Are you sure? And I'm just like, yes, listen, yes, you can. Whatever you're doing right now, please, I will show you. And they're like, no, like, like, are you sure that I'm able to do that? I'm like, yes, you are. You are. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. people are so insecure about it. And I'm just yeah. like, I like, I want to, that's why I'm like, now I'm trying to like make more videos and do all these like different things. I had somebody like a brand partnership from TikTok reach out to me recently. And I don't even have a lot of followers on TikTok. Like, so reached out to me and I was, and she's like, I'm glad to, she's like, I'm glad to see that you're, um, you know, you're out here advocating for um, black and brown folks, like to get into tech. She's like, I'm excited to see what you're going to do in the future. And I'm just like, Okay, um, well, you're motivating me now because I was <laughs> at my leisure. Like, I wasn't, yeah. doing, um, you know, like, it was yeah. my job. Like, I wanted to go viral or anything. I was just doing, like, different things. Like, because I have a, a lot of different videos. I have different videos on Airbnb. I have videos of me being, like, outside. I have funny ones. Like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when I started, like, doing tech, like, I had first did one about, um, like, getting my offer letter. And it was, like, to a Nicki Minaj sound. 
And that thing went crazy. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm famous. That girl so, went viral. How <laughs> that song go? I did my dance on TikTok and went viral with it. <laughs> girl went viral on TikTok, okay. So then, so then I was like, okay, maybe that's my niche. Cause I feel like I've posted so much content that nothing has really hit. It only got like a few views, like a few hundred. That's it. The tech things, they're taking off. So I'm just hey, like, okay. who are you telling? Like my Twitter went crazy. As soon as I started talking about data and all that, my, t- my, my Twitter went crazy. It's taking off, right? I feel yeah. like I've gotten like, as soon as I started like following more people in tech, same thing happened. Like I gained like over a hundred followers in like yeah. the past month. You know what it is though? It's like, it's more information out now. Cause when I first was introduced mm-hmm. to tech in 2018, it wasn't like out there like that. So it's like, yeah. you know, now it's like the new hot thing. Everybody's trying to see you know, yeah. what's going on. But what I really like about this particular conversation is it's showing you that you can get into tech without having to do tech stuff. You can be a tech recruiter. Like that's just, yeah. you know, different. Um, yeah. I, I don't I don't think a lot of people even like think about that. Um, so, uh, you know, that's that's interesting to put it out there Like you don't got to be a coder or or you don't even got to be a data analyst you could be somebody that recruit data analysts or data engineer right. something like that so you can be a recruiter you can be there's like success, um customer success managers yeah uh, does a project you, manager yeah a pm you know those are a, there's a lot of non-tech roles like what one yeah. of my friends she works for city bank and she's a um she's a project manager and she doesn't know any and she has a tech team and they're based in indonesia she doesn't, she only sees them on zoom um, mm-hmm. and she works in the U S literally. And she, and what's so crazy is that there's like some privacy laws. And so she doesn't even know what they actually do because she can't see their information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So she can't even see her information, but she is a project manager for their team. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's so, so much opportunity, so much opportunity, so much opportunity. Oh, legal accounting. There's so many roles. Like you literally just have to look. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They All do right. not look because they don't think that it's attainable. They just think that like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to do the norm. Like they're like tech, like, or yeah. I, I didn't know that you were um, like technical like that. Like, what do you do? And I'm just like, no, I'm not, I'm not technical yeah. at all. Like that's I'm insane. sure I probably can be if I apply myself, but I, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's, that's what I'm saying though. It's good for people to see all the avenues. Cause on Twitter, you can see like a lot of the same you know, a lot of the same positions it's being talked about over stuff. and over yeah. and over and it's like mm-hmm. you don't really see all the options you know um so that's that's good do you find it hard like finding talent when you look so um i don't so because like before i did because it was so niche that sometimes you would have to find a technical project manager that has like power bi or something like something crazy that is not normal so where am i going to find a technical project manager Mm -hmm. that has power bi and all these like other project manager like uh tools that they're supposed to be using or agile or whatever like low-key a business analyst but they need to be a project manager and not that those two couldn't be interchangeable because they can but like nobody's writing that on their resume per se that makes sense so it's harder to search like i just you know found that in agency work recruiting now um i don't start amazon until monday so i'll find out like more about that like the back end but i've been learning more aws like cloud engineer um stuff like on my own 
Um, so I'm just curious to see like how that's going to go, but it's going to be the same. I'm going to be recruiting for the same type of role. So it's going to be a lot like easier, I feel. Um, mm. But I don't think that it's going to be very hard because agency recruiting is like you have to talk somebody into taking this role because mm. you have to take a passive candidate and you have to sell to them. Corporate recruiting is there's no selling involved. It's not, it's right. not a sales job. Agency recruiting is like a sales job. It's very different. So um, I'm going to get like a better, uh, a different experience with Amazon because Amazon already has a name. It's already a brand and I'm not going to have to talk them into doing anything. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to be chasing me. Like right. you know, yeah. my inbox is probably going to be on full all the time. So that's interesting. I'm I'm gonna touch back on that a little later if we have some time. I got some questions related to that, but uh, let's keep it going. So, being a DEI act advocate, um, one I don't know what that is, so I'd love for you to explain it. But how do you tie that in with your work, and how do you practice your advocacy? So that's uh, the diversity and inclusion. Um, so I'm really really big on that. Um, I, I am advocating for all of my, the people that look like me to get into a space where they didn't think that they belonged. So that's why I am trying to make more videos. I'm trying to like put more things out there, even though there are other recruiters or people on TikTok and reels and all this stuff doing the same type of videos, we don't have the same reach. So, um, I, I, I do feel like there's room for everyone to, to the more of us that are, are advocating for this and advocating for all of us to get in. It's like, I love answering questions. Sometimes it gets overwhelming on like TikTok or some of these platforms, but I, I like answering like questions to people because I want them to truly know, because when I go to the office and I'm looking at the screen with all the people that I work with, I want to see the whole screen melanin. Okay. That's what I want to see. Amen. That's one thing I like about this podcast too. You know, it's it's real diverse. Like, you know, mm-hmm. where where I should say diverse is in gender, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I've made made sure to include women in tech and you know, brothers. Yeah. In tech, so, and listen, um, we are we are yeah. out here, okay? It's getting real big. And yeah. we should be the top because we were the first, so women were the first computer programmers, but yep. the first computers were human and they were black women in the, yeah. in the 1960s. So please stop playing with us. Big okay. Fat. Big fat. Hey then. <laughs> let them low, let them know. And I just did a video on this too. So I think this is, this is the video that got me seen by that uh, TikTok brand partnership. Yeah. It was, I was starting to make videos about like back in the day of how like computers first like started, like when tech was really like something and it was really women. There's a photo that I posted. It's literally black women in the front row. There, there are a sprinkle of white women in there, but mm-hmm. we are literally in the whole entire photo. It's a black and white photo, but you can tell it's us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, yeah. Shout, shout out to the melanin sisters, man. You know, yeah. So I did like a few things. So, but yeah, so I'm going to do like some more like back in the day kind of uh, videos. Like my next one's probably going to be like on the hidden figures. I had did mm-hmm. one on Patricia Graves. She was like a computer computer analyst she worked for like aviation and electrical and all these companies and she was literally stating that she was one of the first human computers so it's really really like nice to see that like wow we were really out here and they're trying to block 
this history from being told. And I yeah, want to you know, history go deep. History go deep. It's a lot of things we was great at, you know. So okay. we, we and they got away from us. We got to get too deep into that. But it's a lot of things that we was great at. So, <laughs> but you know, um, yeah. Speaking of brand brand deals, I do see they come they come a lot when you um putting yourself out there. You know, recently um recently actually got a brand deal with Springboard for their data science and data analytics uh route. Okay. You know? So, um, you know, they reached out to me and they seen everything I was doing. So, uh, you know, it's 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 interesting because when I first started, like, you know, doing the stuff you said, like just putting myself out there, it wasn't really like I didn't really know what to expect from it. I kind of was just, mm-hmm. you know, just doing it for fun, really. I still do it for fun. You know, I I, I don't let those like the followers and the attention and get to me because I then they are doing this for fun. You know, it don't really it's not really who I am. It's just what I do. No. Right. Okay. I like yeah. that. You got you to always stay true to yourself, you know? You surely do. Because mm-hmm. for me, I'm just not, like, I like, you know, the platform and what it allows you to do. But mm-hmm. I do not like what it comes with when yeah. you get a platform that goes crazy. Like, because then once you put things out there, then it does give people you know, because they have an opinion and, mm-hmm. and which is very warranted, whatever, but like that part of it, I don't really like, like per se. Yeah. Yeah. So, I stay out of all that. You know, I just put out mm-hmm. information. I just hope I can help. And I exactly. And that's all not the way. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. So, um, we're going to move on to the next question, but Quant King J, one of our hosts who couldn't be here today, wanted us to shout him out. You know, if he should have been here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know why he not here. Not a shout out. We a mess. <laughs> shout out to Lucky too. You know that's one. Yeah, of shout out to Lucky and Jafar. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm really but... liking this conversation. I know, and it's so exciting. Like, yeah, how was your like... first year going as a recruiter, though? Like, how was the first year going? How how are you liking it? So the first year, I feel like it's been like a journey. So I ha- mm-hmm. I've had to like navigate like mental health your leaders, all of that. And, um, just keeping my focus on like what my actual goal was before I transitioned out. So, um, I was just in a space of just like learning. And even, even if I got like sidetracked or, you know, whatever, I would still have to like, kind of revert back to like my original goals that I've written down for myself and not worry about like the extra kind of like noise and just kind of, you know, do my due diligence, mm-hmm. my numbers speak for themselves and kind of, you know, just like around me, just like build a support system of people that I was working with, you yeah. know? So that's kind of like all I was focused on. I wasn't really focused on anything else. So for me, overall, it's been a good experience, but I'm really excited to like, go to a space where I'm celebrated and like, you know, there's just so much more opportunities to speak your mind and without feeling like, Oh, is someone going to like say something later? Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, and I feel like it's very much encouraged and I like that and it helps you be yourself and not like, Oh, like have to be quiet or in the background or, you know, things like that. So I'm excited to go to a new city to meet more people. Like I've been meeting like a lot of black women in tech in Dallas. So I'm excited to kind of like meet more people, meet mm-hmm. up with women like that are in the same space as me. Cause I've not had that at all. 
so I'm, I'm definitely excited to um, meet more people, collaborate with them and just kind of see where my tech journey like takes me. Cause this is, you know, I'm going through it just like any other person and I don't right. have any experience. So I'm just like putting myself out there. Like I pretty much have done everything and we'll see what hits. So, yeah, but yeah. I'm excited okay. for this journey. I'm really, I really, really am. I got That's a little uh, off topic question right quick for you. Um, are you open to like speaking on like Twitter spaces and um, events, conferences, things like that? Yeah. Yeah, I could do that. Okay. Yeah, because we actually, um, you know, uh, we actually working on some of that for all about the data. Like we trying mm-hmm. to do more Twitter spaces and we actually plan to host like a conference and have different recruiters out there. So I do have people from Google and now mm-hmm. Amazon coming through. Like in person or are we virtual? Uh, it's going to be virtual for this. Oh, okay. Yeah, this will be our very first one. So, you know, since I, I mean, I used to do this in the entertainment industry, but never for tech. So it's going to so be. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah, you know, just transfer everything I learned from there right into this. Exactly. Well. That's, that's what's up. I love that. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I'm good for that. Most stuff, But, you know, we all about the data. So I got to get some data from you. I want to know <laughs> if you can track how many people you've recruited since you've been a recruiter. So let me see. Since I've been a recruiter, I probably really... I think like like estimate like 30 31 30, uh, in a year yeah. that's that's yeah that's a good chunk yeah. <laughs> it's high listen to me it is high volume I'm telling you so I feel like I've been prepared for the space of like it not even being 30 people that I even have to recruit right. I yeah. may have to recruit maybe two people a month I probably don't even have to talk like we had like so uh, the metrics was so like grandiose. I feel like <laughs> it was just so much that we had to do for metrics or whatever to be able to bonus or, you know, do yeah. all these things. Um, so I what the space that I'm going into is just going to be like a sp- in a space of like, I could do that if I wanted to, but I don't need to do that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this is already like a set salary. I was getting a salary plus I had to work for like my commission. This is oh, already like a set salary. I don't, it's not like a, like I would be just working for bonuses and performance, you know? Yeah, you mm-hmm. okay. It's already a high pay, RSUs, all these other benefits. So it's it, like sign on bonus, like five figure sign on bonuses. So these things are already in place. Like I don't need to work for that. I would just be working for any goals that I have. Like if I'm trying to be in leadership, this is what I need to be doing to, you know, show that I'm a leader in, I'm, I'm the expert in this field. You know, that's kind of like what I would be focused on, which is great because then I don't have to, because first of all, if I could be transparent, hustle culture is dead to me. Okay. Like we do not have to do that. We don't, oh, girl. I am all about working less and making more. Work like, smarter. Mm-hmm. That's that what I'm trying to Ma'am. do. Oh, like okay. I just uh, that hustle thing. Like I'm gonna get sleep. Okay, uh, a napping or something. Do you mean exactly. we'll I'm the same way. We'll, we'll no, sleep. we sleep over here. Take naps, girl, all that. vacations, rest, like, breaks, all of it. People are like, oh yeah, I'm not sleeping. I'm on the grind, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Run themselves ragged. Like we are not machines. We are, we are humans. Not. I'm not gonna do that because once you do that, you literally attract everything that you have to grind. Exactly. And 
And exactly. I will never get into my atmosphere. Okay, I rebuke that. I, uh, and, uh, I know that's right. And make more. And that is I'm my model. Transitioning. Exactly. I'm still transitioning out of that mindset. You know, in the music industry, we used to work around the clock. So um, well, we, we waiting uh, on you. We're here for you when you finally I, make that uh okay. transition. It's gonna happen. I got a personal question for you though, since you since you said you recruited about 30 plus people or so, like what what is that feeling like? Like how does it make you feel knowing that you just got somebody a job and doing something they want to do? So it makes me feel really good because there's some people that this could be life-changing for them. Like, mm-hmm. I know that there was, you know, there was like a lot of, you know, tussle about that girl that everybody was talking about, about the, mm-hmm. like the house football, oh, that yeah. candidate. Yeah. I, to me, when I, listen, when I was doing recruiting, there was people that were like, yeah, I just want like, even like I would get like um, university grads too sometimes. And they would be like, oh yeah, I just want 65. Meanwhile, I know that the job is paying like $80 an hour. So I'm just like, I, I always give them the full. And sometimes I don't even tell them, but I'm like, oh, okay, we'll just give you the max. And mm-hmm. they find out that they get the full because like people really don't know. And sometimes like on the phone, especially like um, women, I would t- t- like teach them and I would like uh, tell them like, hey, listen, this is where you need to go to find out what the roles are, years of experience, just so that you, the next time that you know what to say, or you know how to negotiate and find out like what they're offering first before you say anything. So you can say, mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's big and it's something that you didn't think that you were going to get, ask for 5,000 more. Okay. Because yeah. what's going to happen is, is that they probably will give it to you because they have the budget. Because if they're giving you this large number that you think is already outrageous, they got the capacity for it. So it's mm-hmm. like, and then they're like, people are so scared to like say a number because they don't want them to rescind the offer. And I'm like, jobs are not going to do that. Yeah. What they, so, and if a job does that, you don't want to be there anyways. Cause exactly. you ask for a promotion. What's going to happen exactly. when you ask for a, a, a raise? Like, no. So they were probably doing you a favor if that does happen, mm-hmm. but not you're that's not going to happen. They're not going to rescind the offer. They're just going to come back and say, well, you know, according to market and wh- whatever value that you're bringing to the table, we'll do, this is what we are able to offer you. This is our max budget. And then you can make the decision to move forward and say yes, or say, you know what? Thank you so much for playing. You have a great day. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I think though, I think that come from, cause I, I'm kind of like that too. Like recruiters ask me, I'd be like, yeah, anywhere between seven, 60 to 70. And like, my mindset is, you know, I ain't never make, I ain't never make past 40 to be honest. So right. it's like anything past 40 is like, Mm-hmm. you know it's like mind blown for me like dang yeah. I could actually make that much I don't got no mm-hmm. degree I don't got you know so it's right. like so you know I guess we do kind of got to be trained on that because you tell me 70k I might jump through the roof like I might be excited so you know and, and I feel like we all get like that so yeah. now now that we can you know advocate for people teach them and let them know like this might be outrageous but this look look right here this is what you're going for right now. I'm not lying to you. Like you can ask for this and they will pay you mm-hmm. so that people won't be scared and they can see it, you know, like in front of them. So I'm just like, they're, I'm ju- just trying to give them resources. Even if I don't get them the job or they don't go through, they don't get pushed through. I'm still like taking that time to kind of like educate them on things that they should be doing, researching prior to, and also 
I would never give a broad spectrum of like where you want to be because they're going to pick the lower end. You mm-hmm. think the high end, right? Uh, the consumer is going to think the, the higher end, but as a recruiter, I'm going to give you the low end. You know what I mean? Cause that's what we, cause just say for instance, that we have to stay in like a budget or whatever. So they do, that's why they do those. Like when they give us like numbers, they'll say in between this and this so that we stay in between. So they don't want you to give everyone the max, but if they are, you know, years of experience and you know, their expertise, all these things like add a factor. So if it is, I'm going to give you on the higher end of that, but you mm-hmm. don't want to give them an option to do that too. So you yeah. always want to like come with like a specific number, even if it's like, 130 130,500 that's my number period so <laughs> I mean so it's like uh, so it's like it's little things like that they'll come mm-hmm. back with okay well we can do 125k and then you're like well I'll take it because I was just trying you so like you know I'm starting to get a little more bold with it because I've been I've been paying attention paying a little bit more attention to my transferable skills mm-hmm. and I'm like I really have a lot of stuff they're looking for because I did a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff on my own. I ran businesses on my own. I scaled up okay. stuff on my own. So like you now, you know, that. yeah, I'm starting to see when I'm looking at project management, marketing, all that. I'm like, okay, I was doing all this without even like realizing, you know, the mm-hmm. professional terminology for it. So it's like, right. I'm that, like yeah, I got experience already. You know, you do. And all you have to do is speak to it. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like, they, first of all, whatever you tell a recruiter, they cannot police you. They can't say, Oh no, you didn't have a company. They cannot say that. Yeah. So if you all, that, I, I'm, all my stuff was registered. So I could pull it up. Okay. <laughs> need to Not the receipt. <laughs> Ooh, I got receipts. That's they really, need to really see important too. So during this mm-hmm. tech journey, I am figuring out that you need to document everything that you do. If mm-hmm. you, if your manager asks you to, get on a project, write that down, write the project. That yeah. date. If you oversaw so many, three people, write it down, put like, add that to your, like update your resume periodically, just so that you don't forget and mark a date on it. So that way, if you do move forward five years from now, you're not going to be scrambling, trying to remember and re- trying to redo your resume. You're always going to have yeah. it. And I never used to be like that. I just started it this last year that I transitioned into this whole time that I've been in t- um, recruiting. I've literally have written down, like I've exceeded my metrics this many months. I've exceeded a personal goal by 50%. I have done X, Y, Z. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've led. Yeah. Um, so they have like these group, um, like the morning meetings, they're called like standups. So uh, I've led standups this many times within a 12 month period. So that way there's leadership in there. There, you know, you're getting your numbers together, like all these other things. You're motivated. You're, you're, you have all of these skills that now they are in document form. And I can present this to someone like, look at, this is what I've done over the course of my, uh, you know, my experience in this, um, in my previous employment. So mm-hmm. this is so, so key. Man, Patricia, yeah. you gave me an Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like to speak to what you're saying, like that is very important. Like I have a brag folder right now for my current job. Every project I'm a part of, every metric I surpass, I put it in my folder. So when yeah. I do want to get like my data job, I have that stuff to back me up. So yeah, it exactly. is very important. Yeah. So now when you're in the interview, 
all you got to do is just pull out your notes. And now exactly. you have a lot of things to speak to and they're right in front exactly. of you. you really think about it. Can you yeah. do that though? Can you pull up notes or do they expect you to just go off their dome? No, yes, you can. Yes, you oh, can. Oh, we about to turn up. Yes, you can. <laughs> I, I wrote, so all of, I literally have a word document of all of the questions that I've had. I pulled it up right. So my screen was right here and I pulled up my word document on the side of everything. Cause you, there's no way that you can remember that. And they tell right. you like that you're able to have notes with you. Like if you mm-hmm. want to bring, um, if you, if it was like a in-person, you were able to like bring notes with you to like revert back to like, not read. It's like, you know, like public speaking, like yeah, you're like a you bullet know, point. It, you look up. A right. Time. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like so, what we're doing like, right yes, now. You are allowed to have notes. Yeah. There's no way that you exactly. Yeah. And that's interesting. You just gave me something to think about. Yes, please. Yeah. This is why I like doing podcasts. It's like it's like you helping other people learn, but you learning at the same time. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did you? My bad. Um, did you have like a dream company when you first started, like in recruiting? Like, did you have a specific one to go for? So I didn't have a specific company, but I knew that I did want to be with like a large company. Right. And it was, it was Fang specifically. So mm. one of the Fang companies, I was applying mm. to everything. So that was like one of my goals. So I didn't have like Amazon specifically, but I did like before when I first graduated, I, when I tried to get that role that I didn't get, it was Amazon was on there. Um, and it was just trying to just go through, like, I think I did Amazon, Dropbox, Microsoft, Google. Mm. To this day, I still haven't heard from Microsoft or Google. Like dang, we missed out. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was crazy. The last the last person we interviewed from Amazon, they said everybody started at Amazon. And then after Amazon, you mm-hmm. go anywhere. You know, everywhere else. Yeah. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was a um a b a business intelligence engineer. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm pretty sure it probably is the same. It applies to everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. So oh, well, it looks like people stay at Amazon because some of the people mm-hmm. that interviewed me, they they look young and they were there for five years, three years. There was only Girl, you one. look young too. You need these thoughts. You look about twenty five. <laughs> okay, fresh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it was you know like it, it was like i was talking to like my peers mm-hmm. but some of them have been there and they've been through uh, like different positions in amazon and have gotten to this role um or been there for five years in that role if they already were like a technical source or a recruiter they're transitioning and you know with the better pay and all that with the better company so it was it was it was um it was nice to see like different people that actually have been there for a long time and they actually like it and they want to stay. And, you know, Amazon just has so many opportunities there. They have this, uh, uh, like a side, like group that they have, it's called Ben. It's a bl- um, black mm-hmm. employee network. So they do like a lot of events for that too. And like, that's one of the things that I'm excited to be a part of as well. There's I'm, I'm probably going to do Ben and then the women at Amazon. So they just have a lot of opportunities that you can get into, you can do, um, that I'm really, really excited to kind of like know more. So that way I can, you know, with, cause you know, you sign a NDA. So there's only so, so much things that you can say online without right. getting too much. 
So um, I'm definitely like excited to, to share more information about the tech space in general and just give more information about things that I find out in these, you know, just, tra- just talking to different people, mentors, mm-hmm. and um, learning more about Amazon. So I can't wait for that. That sounds exciting. So is like recruitment, is that your forever home? Because you talked about um, leadership. Like, what do you mean by getting into leadership? I'm sorry. It like went out. I didn't hear. No, it's okay. So you, so like, is recruiting, is that like your forever um, position? Like, is that your forever home? Cause you talked about getting into like into leadership positions. So what do you mean by like getting, getting into those um, type of titles? Oh, um, so either like recruiting to me, I always say like, wherever my career takes me, I'm going to go with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I want, I do eventually want to get into like more leadership roles, like maybe a lead on the team or maybe transition into like being a manager mm-hmm. or, um, like a project manager. It just depends like where I can take like right. what I'm trying to do. Like, say if I get with the manager and I'm letting them know upfront, like, Hey, I love my role. I love the position that I'm in, but eventually I do want to be in like some sort of leadership position. So, and if they come up with like a plan for me and we're, you know, going back and forth and collaborating and whenever there's like a project, they're putting me on it and I'm overseeing people and I could, it could potentially turn into like a project manager role. Mm -hmm. I'm with that. If it could potentially turn into like a lead position, I'm with that. If it potentially turn into a management position, I'm with that too. Or a senior, whoever, like, it's just like wherever it kind of like takes me. Cause I don't really know. I have a goal, but I don't want to, you know, like limit yourself to to just that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to eliminate everything else that could Mm -hmm. be going my way. So Mm -hmm. I always say just wherever my career takes me. And I will definitely be following it. So yeah, they fact, got to. That's that's the path I'm on. Data found me. I ain't find data. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got a question. This for yeah. me and the people. We all want to know, like, how does LinkedIn work? Because recruiters will message me for positions. I don't got nothing to do with my profile. Nothing to do with the interest that I put on there. Like, how does that happen? So how that happens is. We use LinkedIn Recruiter, but say, for instance, you have something on your resume that probably may not have something to do with your job, but you put it on there. Maybe it's like, okay, I'm a recruiter and I put on mine HTML. If someone that's a recruiter looking for maybe a business analyst or somebody that has HTML, I might pop up on their Mm -hmm. uh, search. So what happens is, is that even if I do, that recruiter probably didn't go through the search to find to take me out and say, oh, okay, she's a recruiter, even though it says she has HTML on the, like, highlighted. So they don't go through it. They just send you, they just send all those hundred people a message. So that's what mm-hmm. happened. Oh. So it's really up to us to tailor our resume and make sure we get the right kind yeah. of exactly. connections. Because yeah. I, I, I began program manager positions. I'm like, program manager? Like, when, I, when did I say anything about that? <laughs> That's probably why it's probably something on your resume that is Mm -hmm. to, to, um, add you on search. So that's the only thing that I could see because that's happened because I've done that before. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I know. Cause sometimes it's like, you need to get like a search string together and like, we do like searches and all these other Mm -hmm. things. 
So sometimes you have to get a quick search together just to get some people in your pipeline. And that's like the quickest way to do it without like having to like look through everything. Because sometimes it's thousands and no one's no one's going through (laughs) like just really just no one's doing that. But um, you definitely have to optimize LinkedIn and just everything in your um, LinkedIn does just surround what you're actually doing. So the tools that you're actually using, maybe it may transfer to some other you know, I, I guess you can't really like block out recruiters from reaching out to you because if if HTML is something that I work with every day, I, I have to put it in my resume. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. have to put it up with, as one of my skills. No, I take all opportunities, though. You know, I, I take all interviews just just to see, just to, you know, see what they yeah, you never know. It might be something yeah. that you may be interested in or mm-hmm. something that you didn't know, because a lot of people get hung up on uh, like titles. And we yeah. need to throw that out the window. Look at the yeah. description of what it's mm-hmm. saying. Exactly. And if you're like, exactly. oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do that. And if it's yeah. uh, whoever, it doesn't matter. It literally does not matter what the name is. As long as yeah. you can do what's in the job description is very much key. So it's even crazy if I- you said that too, because like the program manager position, it was asking for SQL, Tableau, and Excel. So it was asking for like data analyst things, but it was program manager. Right. I, yeah. So that makes sense too. It's like so the I would have entertained that conversation. Oh, I and did. See what their day to day was. Yeah, I, would just I did. Ask just to entertain it, and if it was yeah. something, I would be like, okay, because some because I know a bunch of people that they work from home and they have like two jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so, two, three, four. I know some with four. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how you do it? So it's like, yeah. I mean, if you can handle that, like me as a recruiter, I probably would not be able to. But I think like people that are uh, business analysts, like uh, more on the um, IT side, yeah. they are very much able to handle jobs. Like he had like a job on the East Coast and then he had a job on the West Coast. So he was working yeah. until like eight or nine o'clock at night sometimes. But, yeah. but I also, you know, I also take these opportunities, too, because I'm a get into tech advocate. So I like to just learn about different opportunities. So when people come to me, I can like kind of help them you know, show them different opportunities that they could take too. So, um, you know, I like to just take advantage of every opportunity that comes, that comes to me. Um, so let's see, moving on here. So was it like, was it hard to become a technical recruiter? Like what, what are some things that you got to do to, you know, get into that field? So, to get into tech recruiting, I literally did not know anything about recruiting or tech space or anything like that when I got into the agency. They starting at an agency kind of gives you the gist of what you need to be doing. And I feel like that's where people can get their experience from is agency recruiting. So like the Hayes, the um, Robert Half, uh, what's the other ones? K-Force, um, Tech systems. <laughs> oh, is that one? Okay. There's like a whole bunch of like, um, you know, people that will recruit you through those companies. And those are the types of companies that if you're trying to get into that space, I would look for those first. Or you can go straight into like recruiting coordinators at some jobs, like some tech companies, like just go straight into tech and just by being a recruiting coordinator, because it'll take customer service roles. And you can turn their transferable skills into recruiting coordinator roles or like customer success manager or things like that. 
if you're not able to find like an agency recruiting job, because the agency recruiting jobs, they hire people that are coming from customer service backgrounds because they're going to teach you and train you and be able to mold you into their high volume, like, you know, spitting out things like at a high rate. Um, So I would say that that's probably the best place to start and then get what you need from it and kind of learn and move forward. So that's what we, you know, we do that with every job. We learn and we move on. Even if you have a small gap, like I know that there was like a question where if you like, say, for instance, I am at, I get a position at Amazon and what if Google calls me and I get the position, can I leave like Amazon without it being anything? And that answer is yes. Cause if Google is paying you more, you have to do what's best for you. Even if I just started there a week ago, two weeks ago, it doesn't matter. You can let them cause at this point they can fire you at any time. Mm-hmm. You can fire them at yeah. any time. Exactly. You have to do best for you. Cause at the end of the day, whenever it's good for them, look at all these layoffs, Zillow and Ocon. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. care. They, mm-hmm. they put everybody on a zoom call and let you know. Thank you so much. Y'all gotta, y'all will have a great day. You know, I tell people uh, that you, you gotta be, you know, you gotta be your brand. You gotta be like me. Yeah. I'm a data analyst and whatever job comes to me, comes to me, you know, I don't got, I, I don't gotta necessarily tie myself down to one, you know, mm-hmm. unless they give me an offer, I can't refuse. That's <laughs> different. But other than that, I work for myself and I, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, 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 uh, work at whoever I got to work at for the time being. So, um, right. I think that's just the entrepreneur in me, though, you know, <laughs> so. But that's true. That's a good mentality to have. Like, you yeah. know, we're we're here to learn and expand and, um, you know, reach our highest heights. So I don't yeah. think that that we should, like, condense ourselves in a box and say, like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to leave. They've been da-da-da. Yeah. And that may well be true. They probably have been so great to you, but you literally legit have to do what's best for you and your family or your situation. Yeah. Exactly. Your best self. There's just like, to me, I won't, um, I can't sugarcoat that. There's just, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, well, I'm tr- see, I'm trying to get a CMO position and those are not necessarily the easiest to get. So I know for sure I can't just stay at one spot. Um, yeah. Cause you know, it's very rare that a CMO leaves. So. Right. <laughs> um, and- and when we, when we go to different jobs, it's either you get promoted or your pay is higher. So yeah, exactly. you're not being promoted in your, the current position. I say when you are in your position, um, being promoted should be within six months to a year. If you are not, yeah. being promoted, you need to leave after mm-hmm. a year or two, two, I give it two. let's do the max two after two years. And you've not been promoted. You need to move around. Yeah. You got to promote yourself. You got to move around. Like that's, that's my advice. That. That's big yeah. facts. So what advice would you have for someone trying to get into technical uh, recruiting? My advice is to be diligent. Don't take no for an answer and don't be insecure. And even if you get no's, someone, it's only leading you to that yes that you're mm-hmm. wondering. Because it sounds corny, but it's so true. Yeah, it is. Even if places that I wanted to work at and they told me no, it was only leading me to Amazon. So imagine if they, if, if I would have worked there or for like, sometimes we force things that yeah. we don't really need to be doing. Yeah. And even though they're like, Oh, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I'm going to find another way when really we need to move on. It's redirection to where you're supposed to be and not force. Exactly. 
So it, it's like, we have to have discernment too to kind of figure out like, is it a test? Like, should I be, still be going at this? Or is it something that I should be pivoting? Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. that's just kind of like where we need to be. Oh, facts, facts. Like once again, this is a powerful conversation. We ain't going to take really it the whole day, though. We get into the top of the hour. The hour goes come so fast. Oh, wow. I think we're really- conversation. It's just time just zoom. Like, you know, especially yeah. like you're good at conversating. I can tell you, I can tell you have uh, good presentation skills too. like mm-hmm. present, even though I didn't have the opportunity to send you these questions in advance, like I was supposed to, <laughs> but you, you killed it though. You know, you, you came through and you just shut it down. So mm-hmm. um, this is uh, like one of our personal questions we like to ask, like what, what is uh, like, what is some of your book recommendations? Like what's two or three books you would recommend? So right now I'm reading the first 90 days. I don't know who the author is, but it's called the first 90 days. Pretty much um, you are, um, it's helping you navigate your first 90 days of like your, the position that you're, that you're in. Um, mm. so I'm kind of reading that just so that I can, you know, like kind of do my due diligence. And it's like talking about like, you know, when you're on your one-on-one with your managers and letting them know what like path that you want to take and like mm-hmm. how you want to take your career. Cause people kind of like come into the role and they're just so excited about everything, which, you know, warranted, right. but it's like, we definitely need to have a goal set in mind and exactly. let everybody know what that goal is and not just be a face on a screen. Like exactly. we definitely need to be somebody that stands out you know, positively. And, you know, every time they see it, they're like, oh, okay, that's Patricia. Like she's trying to do da, 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 da. That's mm-hmm. how I want them to see me. So I want to put it out there. So that way my manager knows, everybody knows, and that I'm, uh, you know, exuding leadership or I'm going to be attracting these things. And when they, every time they see me, this is what exactly. they say. Things are subliminal. Whenever you tell something yeah. to somebody, it could not even be true, but every time they see you they're they, that's what they think of when they see you. So I tell you that, and eventually you're going to believe that. Like when I first started an Airbnb, I just called myself the Airbnb queen. I only had one Airbnb. And even to this day, I don't even have a lot of Airbnbs, but because I give a lot of knowledge and all that people ought, when they see me, they automatically assume I am the oh, expert. In the field. That's crazy. That's the same thing they say for me. They're like, Oh, you're a data analyst. I'm like, well, exactly. I'm not hired as one yet, but <laughs> But when they see you, because you've already said this about yourself, every time somebody sees you, this is what they believe. It's literally subliminal. So when you tell somebody this, this is what you're, you're a leader. I'm a leader. That's what I am. Mm-hmm. See me and there, something else comes up in your pipeline. You're like, oh, okay, Patricia. Yeah. She's a what do you mean? Exactly. Like, I'm next up. It's like subliminal. They're going to pick my resume over someone else's because mm-hmm. it's just like, I, I'm, I stick out to them. I, there could be a whole bunch of people that look just like me, but they're always going to pick me every time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, because people, they don't understand. Like, once you get in, the journey doesn't stop. Like, that's not the finish line, or it shouldn't be a finish line. Like, you still have to keep, you know, being active and getting hired, basically. Right. So, yeah. so it's like, you always constantly have to be on. And it'll come naturally. Mm-hmm. Because if exactly. this is something you're passionate about, what you want to do, I just feel like it will come naturally. It won't even feel yeah. like you're doing anything. It'll feel like, oh, I'm just, you know, you'll, they'll call your name and you're just like, I mean, I don't know. I just showed up. and they Exactly. Just, oh, like, you know what exactly. I mean? So it'll be natural. It's like something that you don't actually like have to like work that hard for because it's literally you. Yeah, honestly, like a, most of the interviews I've been going on, they all been coming to me. So 
Okay. See? Yeah, they often come into me. I I rarely applied to most of these interviews I've been having. So um, and one of them I was bold. I messaged the CEO. I'm like, yeah, we got to talk. And we, we ended up talking and he set up an interview with the hiring manager for me. So you know, immediately. Look at this. Yeah. So See? I'm waiting I mean, on that. Everything's subliminal. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So um, I know you said you start Amazon Monday. So we're yes. going to congratulate you, um, you on that. We're going to say the date because, you know, this episode might not be out by then. But the fourth. Oh, Valentine's Day. The 14th. Yes. What a gift. That's my Valentine's Day gift. Wait, so that's when you're going to move to Dallas or that's when you're going to start the job? So, no, that's when I'm going to start the job. So we were, mm-hmm. supposed, they were supposed to fly us to Seattle for a week of training. But I guess at the time that they thought of it or they were deciding, they, uh, you know, every, the Omarion was circling. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, it got um, to be us, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they decided against it. But now that everything's kind of going back to, I don't Normal-ish. know. Normal-ish. Yeah. yeah. So they're, you know, they're releasing like the mandates and all these. So. Uh, these mm-hmm. large companies, they do what the world is doing. So if they're, mm-hmm. you know, relinquishing these mandates, they're going to start, you know, like letting, you know, the, being loose with like how they move. So I think um, that Seattle, that week long Seattle, like a uh, trip is probably going to be like maybe next month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I start on the 14th. I'll start remote. Um, and then so all the trainings will be remote. I will move because I'm doing like this little farewell type of party like in Florida with all the people that I've met throughout my 11 years here and then I'll be leaving towards the end of February I'll be in Dallas so my apartment's already done paid for all that so mm-hmm. I just got my okay. stuff so shipping everything too so the- my apartment's almost empty and yeah. then they'll come with their truck and ship everything and take down my TVs and all that yeah, yeah. the big life <laughs> <laughs> listen this is the first time I'm getting this big boy paycheck and I, I love this for me. I, okay. I ain't mad at, I ain't mad at you. you no, know, I'm glad. I'm glad we is able to connect. And like I said, I got some other things I'm gonna want you to be a part of. And then hopefully for your Amazon reunion, we can get you back on here and ask you about your first year. Um, yes, I'm excited. In Dallas, yeah. So uh I'm I'll excited be, for you. That's a big move. Yeah. It is. I'm gonna be moving all by myself. I don't know not a soul in Dallas. I don't know anybody. So if anyone out there wanna link up. Black yeah. Girl, I love that for us. So if you're a part of that, if you're a part of the hashtag, we need to meet. Yeah, so you said you was building yourself up on TikTok, right? That's where yeah. you're building your brand at? Okay, so I'll make sure we... I'm building my brand on Twitter and uh, uh, TikTok. TikTok. Okay, so I'll make sure we put that in the show notes so people can go follow you. Make sure y'all go follow Patricia, Amazon technical recruiter for everyone that's in the game. Um Actually, last question. What what kind of position? Well, you probably don't know the kind of positions you'll be looking for at that time. Do you? Yeah, I do. Um, so I will be hiring for AWS cloud developers on the back end, back end developers. All right. So back end developers, make sure you follow suit. If you're trying to get into Amazon, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into our tech Titan part of the show. So it's where we just uh, recognize somebody in tech that's doing big things for the black tech Twitter community. Um We'll go ahead and bring that over to Shanice. Yes. So our tech titan for this episode is Pierre Diverse. Uh, sorry, Pierre Du Bois. 
Um, if you're active in the Black Tech Twitter community on Twitter, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, I'm pretty sure you've been uh, part of his space. Um, he owns Zamana Analytics. Uh, he participates in a lot of community events and associated with Black Tides. And he provides good tips on marketing and analytics. So, Pierre, we just want to shout you out. Uh, thank you for all that you do. And you are very appreciated. Shout out to Pierre and Black yeah, Tides. Black Tides is actually good, too. Um, yeah, uh, for sure. Probably could, uh, have you ever thought about like linking with like pipelines to like source um, uh, potential candidates to? Uh, linking with what pipelines? Um, like what's a good one? Um, I know, I think it's, I think black pipelines have one, but it's like, they have like websites where you can put um, that you're recruiting for somebody. And I guess they kind oh, of like black oh. tech pipeline. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. No, I've not They're even paired. Yeah, but, Paris, the um, owner of the hashtag Black yeah, Tech Twitter, it, she has the um, BTS pipeline. Yeah, there's Ooh. a lot of people like within the Black Tech Twitter mm -hmm. community that have things like that, like baddies in tech. They have it. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a position, you can put it there and they could try to match somebody too. Oh, yeah, I'll send you well, some. Do, just put it on Twitter? I'll, I'll, send, I'll, send you, I'll send you some that I have oh, so you can okay. look into it. Y'all you know. are trying to help me already. <laughs> we got to. We got to. You came on here. You gave like some good advice. This was a good session. So, you know, I'm trying to give back in ways that we can and we know how. So, yeah. oh, I love that. This community is lit. Okay. <laughs> That's how we do it. I like mm -hmm. this. This is already, my journey in tech is already starting to be really, really good. Like, I feel like I'm getting yeah. a lot of feedback on Twitter. Oh, and I'm a creator on LinkedIn now too. So I'm trying to get mm -hmm. that. Yeah. But you got I, I, I literally want to give out this information. Like I want everyone to know. I really, really yeah. do. I cannot wait to like get in my role and start giving out more information. It's, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Big facts. Yeah. We excited for you. We want to <laughs> shout out to everybody for tuning into the all about the data show. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Apple yes. Podcasts and Spotify, yes. and we on Google now, and we trying to get everywhere else soon. So make sure you follow us and tune into all the episodes. We got more coming through, so make sure you tune in. All about the data. Join the Discord community. We about to be at three thousand members probably before this episode even comes out. So we blowing up. We appreciate yeah. you, and we out. Peace. Peace.